Hello, lovers. Welcome back to another episode of TME with Steph, Lil, and Ren. The Mums Edit is a mama's go-to podcast to delve into all things motherhood, life, friendship, the highest of highs, and the lowest of lows. Our listeners are never alone in this roller coaster of a life with us to help them navigate motherhood with uncontrollable laughter, broad tears, honest conversations, and inspiring interviews. So buckle up and let's go. Hello, hello, gals and listeners. Happy Valentine's Day, or should I say Galentine's Day? (laughs) Am I right? God. Oh, speaking of Valentine's Day, I was just going to touch on how funny is it how much your relationship changes after kids? Like mm, it goes mm. from you guys being together 24-7 to now dividing that between work, kids, all the rest of it. It sounds weird, but me and Nate, like we manifest and we put it up on pieces of paper in our bathroom. So whenever we go to the toilet or whenever we have like a shower, we can see it. And like one of the things we're manifesting is like to put effort and time into our relationship. Because like at the end of the day, when the kids want to go to bed and you have a minute to yourself, like you just want to fucking relax. Like the last thing you're thinking of is like, oh, I should get into a deep and meaningful with my partner. But at the end of the day, like you do need to put effort into your relationship after having kids or it can fizzle away. And you you guys are even in separate beds some nights. Yeah, no, every night. Oh, yeah, every night. We've been in separate beds for like a year and a half now. So Nate sleeps with Rosie, I sleep with Luna. That's huge. I know. But the thing is like, and there was, there was a little, I'd say a month where Rosie slept on her own and we could sleep together in the same bed again. It was so nice. But like at the moment... It's just what works for us. and We're all four in the one bed. Yeah. All four oh, that's so good. You know what? When I used to talk about that on my social media, I would get people saying, so, like, when do you have sex? And I'm like, do you honestly think, like, these people in their mind think that because you've got a child in the bed, you can't have sex elsewhere? <laughs> I'm like, that really annoyed me. I'm like... Yeah. You don't not sleep with your kid if that's what they need and that's what you choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, you know, like... Do the people like, saying that have kids? That's what I reckon. Like, any and flat are surface, they having sex? mate. Like, yeah. find a flat surface somewhere. It doesn't even need to be over the flat. kitchen table. <laughs> like, honestly. Like, honestly, yeah. So true. Do you feel like you feel the relationship thing, Lil, like it's changed for you? Mm. Oh, it's definitely Obviously. changed in a way where we have an extra two. But if anything, I think it's probably brought us closer. Yeah. Yes. That sounds weird, but I'm like, we're closer. Like we have two little humans and yeah. I'm like, you're an amazing dad. You can be a pretty annoying partner. But even <laughs> when I'm annoyed, you're like, you're still an amazing dad. Yes. So I still love you. So true. I was saying that tonight this morning, like we are more in love than ever, like every day. But I still feel like that connection... Trigger, trigger, trigger. <laughs> Red. I'm really happy that that's worked out for you guys, you know? Really happy for you. No, I No, am. but it's not. Oh, there's definitely challenges. <laughs> mm. But some nights I think, you know, Corey is going to be a lot better this year because he's not playing football, mm. whereas last year he did. And on some of the nights that I'd actually get to spend with him... I'd spend with Albie trying to settle him in yeah, bed yeah. all night and then we both go to bed so early. Mm. So if I missed that option for us to hang out, it was like, see you tomorrow night. Yes. That was is what is yeah, hard. Yeah. It's like if That's you spend what's hard. It, yeah, not having yeah. that time together. Funny, funny stuff. We put up a question box and we were asking for your horror date stories. Just 
in the spirit of Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I'm pretty excited to share. We have some good ones. So I'm going to set the mood off with a friggin' banger. And it was the first <laughs> one we received. So first date, rocking up to the guy's house, not knowing he was wearing a home detention bracelet. Oh, wow. my God. It's a no from me. Absolutely not. And, like, yeah, he might hide it with socks or jeans in the beginning. <laughs> but if you're going to do the deed, what, he's getting undressed and, hello, like, this is our yeah. little friend joining us. I hope you're into foot fetishes. It's the, <laughs> it's the footsie the bracelet for yes. me. Oh, like, imagine being like, what is and that? And does he go on to explain the crime? Like, was it fraud? Was it murder? I don't I know. I actually know this person and... Wait, the... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that if I remember correctly, it did go on to be a conversation. Oh, oh wow. I thought you were going to say it went on to do the deed. Yeah, me too. Was that I was included? excited then. Gracie's loving the story. Yes, yeah, um, sorry. Yeah, okay. So this one, it was on a Facebook group. Oh, my God. I went on a Tinder date a few years ago. Had so many random things. He said so many weird things like, if I was allowed to kick children into the ground (laughs) face first, I would. What the fuck? But this is the second thing that he said. If you're not ambitious enough to go to the Olympics, you're you're just lazy and I feel sorry for you. The last thing he said, this is all on the first date. This is psychopathic. This is all on the first date. He said directly to her face, I could never love you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking cheers. I would go and home then, hysterical. No, then he goes to her. Um, she said he then continued to offer to have pity sex with me oh. after he said he couldn't love me. Okay. But I'll fuck you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What Real the fuck? Nice. And just going back to the Olympics, what the fuck are you doing, mate? Are you at the Olympics representing <laughs> yeah. Australia or are you not? I think not. I think not. So get off your fucking pedestal. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm angry. Sorry. I'm I feel rage. Yeah. Disgusting behaviour. Scared. <laughs> mm. <laughs> because Honestly. Yeah, that's really scary. That's crook. Crook as a chook. Okay, this one is a long one, but it's fucking funny. So we got this over email. Hi, guys. I had been separated from my husband for seven months, and after being with the same person for 13 years, I decided it was time to dip my toes in the murky pond that is dating apps. Murky pond. Yeah. Well, it is. It's true. It is psychos like this out there. I matched with this guy. We will call him Ben. His photos appeared normal. Family, friends, sporty, good teeth, nice face, etc. We got chatting and exchanged phone numbers. Straight off the bat, he sends me an unsolicited dick pic. Not on. Usual me would have told someone to jog on. However, your girl's sex life was non-existent, so I continued on. We chatted on the phone a lot that week, and he seemed like a really nice guy, and we arranged to do something on the Friday night. Friday rolls around, and he turns super weird. Too tired to go out and do something like dinner. I suggested a beach walk, shuts it down. He then messaged me at 7pm that night and says, how about we meet up in the Big W car park? (laughs) What? (laughs) Although the red flags were waving high, I was up for some shits and giggles and decided to play along and hopefully just hit it and quit it. Anyway, I get to the car park and tell him I'm there. He says... I'm still on the other side of town. Meet me in the car park of this pub. Keep in mind, it's COVID, so everything's shut. Again, I proceed for the same reasons. She's more naive than Ren. <laughs> Legit. As I'm driving to this pub park, car park, he texts and says, am I into threesomes? 
immediately I call him and ask directly, are you alone? What the fuck am I walking into? (laughs) He says, yeah, he's alone, but he's just trying to get himself in the mood. Again, I proceed in brackets, lol. Sister, you must have been feeling frisky because I would have been heading home and not proceeding, sister. But anyway, I meet him in the second car park. He drives a car that gives me the absolute ick. Yeah. And has also lied about his height <laughs> and is shorter than me. Again, I proceed. Oh, my oh, God. I love this woman. Brief walk, then we sit in my car chatting for a long time. I decide if he is not going to make a move, then I will. I go to kiss him and he declines, saying that he doesn't like kissing. Should I abort mission? Yes. 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 Did yes. I? No. I had come this far and really wanted some action. Girl, you were horny. Yeah, she was <laughs> So after me interrogating him about his weird antics, we decide to go back to his house for a shag, but no kissing. Lol, that's off limits. No. We get on his bed and straight up he flips me over and starts going from behind. I ask him <laughs> to ease into it a bit and he suggests a few other things. Which I declined. No kissing and no touching. Gross obs. Anyway, he pumps away from behind and I'm actually trying not to laugh, thinking what the fuck is happening. (laughs) Then when we are done, he invites me to have a shower with him. Cute. We stood in there chatting for a while. He then proceeds to grab my cheeks and squeeze them like I'm a little grandma telling me that I'm cute. Shower ends, I get dressed and get the fuck out of there with a fucking funny story to take with me on my travels. Oh Oh my God. That takes... I just, good on you for following your sex drive and going ahead, but I would have been running for the absolute hills with the car park. How did you not think you were going to get, get murdered? I know, get the fucking car park. Like, you're going to end up on the news. Oh, my God. <laughs> nah, that is terrifying. Terrifying. The cheeks, though. And the no so kissing. Like, what's that about intimacy issues, clearly? Well, it's a bit like a TV series on Netflix, it sounds like. Yes. Like he's a total fetishy serial killer. Yes. Kind of brings me, this isn't a date, well, it wasn't to the guy, but Steph, you might know the story better than me, but there was a guy that we know and he wanted to buy some old records off Gumtree or Marketplace. Anyway, he went to the guy's house and this man opens the door and he's like, come in, like, come get your records. And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, I'll just wait here. And he's like, no, come in. And the no. guy's standing at the front door, like waiting a while. And he's like, all right, well, I better just go through because he's not coming. Mm. Walks into the bedroom. He's sitting on the bed naked, masturbating. No, no, no. And watching porn, which is playing like on loudspeakers throughout the house. Yeah. So that is fucked. So like, I don't understand what was the point of... Was he just praying that it was going to be someone that was going to be like, I don't I'm know. Into it. No, or, he, that he could get off on yes, the fact that, that, that he's weirded out. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. That he's that. made someone feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That he's sold some fake records, records. or vintage tees or something. <gasps> I cannot. Well, oh, my God. to, I mean, anything we say from here <laughs> is going to be very mild compared to that fucking story. Mm. Like, this one girl said... It was a few beers deep on a first date and she went to kiss the guy and he starts whispering animal noises into her ear. Nah. (laughs) He has. Nah, that is wrong. And she finished it with nothing like a bar in the ear to turn me on. That's wrong. Like, that's wrong to the hills. He thinking. No, would he honestly think that any... Like, sane woman would turn around and be like, that's so fucking hot. Or just turn back and be like, moo. Moo, bitch, moo. Yeah, moo, moo, I like it. Moo. Oh, my God. 
God. Okay, this one. This is just a bit like creepy because obviously something went down here that was scary. Um, so they went for a massage and a juice and a and walk. Who the hell is getting a massage on the first day? I know. Yeah, it's a bit it's, awkward. It's weird. Weird. Anyway, after he proceeded to show me his beautiful tattoo of a snake and a lion on his stomach. Snake was his ex and the lion was him. Oh, and there was a stab mark from where his ex <laughs> apparently stabbed him. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Healthy relationship. And then when they were sitting down drinking their juice, he suggested that I could join a gym to slim out my thighs. Oh, oh my oh. God. Like, what how could- fucking dare you? How Mate. dare you? Like, what is wrong with these guys? I know. They're actually psycho. Look, mm. I know women can be psycho too. Yeah. Oh, but I'm not being like, if you slim down, I might take you a little bit more seriously. I know. Awful. Awful. But what is going through their mind where, like, this is a good idea to say? And, like, like how I think she's going to react really well to this. Yes. Mm. Because that in itself shows psychopathic traits. Like, yes. right. Didn't Untreated. you? Just, weren't you a psycho on a date once? Oh my god! This I is, don't know this story. This Maybe is fucking just cringe. It. I just mentioned, and I said it to Nate last night when we were talking about our Valentine's Day episode. I was like, I'm gonna have to be vulnerable and share this because I was the bad date. I was awful. So everyone knows we're big into psychics, and I saw this psychic years ago who said I was going to marry someone with a certain name. I'm not going to mention it because God forbid they fucking hear me talking about this. Anyway, it's a weird name. Never met anyone with that God, name. I'm dying to So know. the first person that you did, you were like, he yes. him. Well, Ren, you were there. I it think, was at the I Royal Oak okay Club. Now, yeah. And yeah. big night for me and Ren back in the day. And <coughs> I met this guy. Yep. And he says, hi, my name. Holy. And I was like, this is it. This is my husband. Like, oh wow. And we got along like a house on fire. <laughs> Good looking guy, everything else. And then we went on a date. We went and got ice cream. It was romantic, lovely. But I think because of the pressure of the psychic saying I was going to marry this guy, I don't know what I was thinking. We went back to my house and I put on Dance Mums. The TV show. If you don't know, that is a dance show about (laughs) little kids and their psychopathic mums. I panicked and put it on. So we're sitting there awkwardly. You're like, want to have a marathon? Oh, I don't know what I was thinking. I do not know. And I was like, this is not going well. I knew that in my mind. How did she react? I mean, he. How did he react? He just sat watching it, and I could tell like this is going fucking horribly. Were you sitting on the couch? No, in my room. It was just – I don't know. I panicked. And then the next night I went out and got drunk back in the day at the club, as you do. Next morning I checked my phone. I had rang him 17 (gasps) times. No. I would have said – I know. 17. I am an ick. He would have had red flags. I'm fucking running from the hill. He had red flags coming back to your house. Of course. He would even message you the next day. He's not interested. Okay. That's a bit (laughs) aggressive. Anyway, I literally never heard from him again, of course. Did you ever see him again? 
No. Oh, we actually saw him a few years later when you were there again, again at the croquet club. And I was just like, this is awkward. Did you send a little, oh, sorry about. Oh, yeah. I said, I'm so fucking sorry. Not for the dance mums. That was too much. No, no. I just said, I'm the 17 phone calls, mate. Because that stalker. I was like, I'm so sorry. But did he reply? No, no, he didn't. (gasps) And I never heard from him again until we saw him that night. He had a new girlfriend at that point. It was a, hey, how are you? That's actually a bit mean that he didn't respond to yeah. you because like Would you, you know really? yeah i'd be like oh yeah. haha don't I worry i feel bad the, yeah like embarrassing yeah, it I was mortifying would. and when i told nate this story last night he was like yuck yeah wow that's insane anyway so guys if you've had an awful day i am with you and i was that person so don't judge we're not all psychos had this boyfriend and um i was in my 20s <laughs> This is so disgusting. I can't believe I'm being this open about it. Like, my mum is going to be like, Renee, what the fuck? Anyway, it's not that gross. I mean, it is gross. Just anyway, I'll get to the point. Um, So, like, he still lived with his parents, obviously, and we got back to his house and it was so drunk. Um, And, like, I really had to go to the toilet, but it was at the end of the house where the parents were, and I just didn't want to make noise. Like, I just – so I found – (laughs) and. An empty cordial bottle, and I peed in it. And the I'm only okay with that. are you though? I was at a house with a toilet lil. Well, I like, actually I could have tiptoed. And so in the morning, there's just this cordial bottle of piss, <laughs> and brings... I had. But I don't think I had much shame at the time. Like mm. I was just like, that's it. I was that close with him that yeah. we were just like, oh, that. Oh, oh that's worse right. Things have happened, but it's gross. I've wet the bed before when I've been drunk. Oh, same. Okay. Like, that's worse, Same. I reckon, because then they're actually yeah, around. Yeah, definitely it. wet the bed Lil? when I'm drunk. What about you? Uh, I'm, pre- I'm Lil's like an book. angel. Uh. <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm probably the craziest, <laughs> to be honest. But I'm like an open book. That's the issue. I'm oh, so yeah. crazy that I'd be like, I mean, you know, when you're drunk and you like, Look at yourself in the mirror, and you're like, oh, you're I so know drunk. what you did. Oh, I do that all the time. I say you need to mirror. pull it together, yeah. like, and then you kind of laugh at yourself. And yeah, you're like, see you later. Yeah. I, I know something you did when you were drunk once to me. Oh, great! So it was after Red Square one night, which is a club in Adelaide. For those who don't live in Adelaide, and I was going to get a tattoo. Oh, I remember this, and you slapped me in the face. It wasn't like oh a, I God. hate you, I slap you. It was like snap out of it. Yeah. Steph was like a was very, very messy upset. drunk. Yeah, like still am. A very good. messy, making bad mm. decisions. Her mental health this night was not in a good place. <laughs> the tattoo. Is it ever? I won't go into it. Was not a good tattoo to get. Oh, the yeah. slap was I was fair. like, pull it together. Yeah, very It fair. wasn't like I bashed her in the gutter. I was wow. like, snap out of it actually i was walking along hindley street once and a car hit me (laughs) but and everyone was like are you okay because it sounded so loud but it was the um the mirror that hit my ass it hit my ass so loud that it was like (sighs) like that and people just looked around because it was so loud i was fine in front of the car no i was we were just like walking on the street i don't know they must have turned i don't know but the sound like Smart ass car. Yeah. Yeah. Hitting my cousin. My story is mum will be sitting there going, I told you not to tell this story, but I will because no shame. You know, we all learn from our mistakes. I actually think my drink got spiked, but that's a different story. So it was my going away 
that old to, chestnut. Yeah, yeah, God forbid it be your own fault. <laughs> yeah. Going away to Sydney party and I was very excited. Nate came down from Sydney to celebrate with me. We went out and we had a hotel room at the pier in Glenelg and we went back to the hotel room, had some fun, and then I was like, do you know what? I'm not going to be in Adelaide much longer. I want to go home to my mum. I want to be in my bed and wake up in my bed tomorrow. I don't want to be in this hotel room. Like, I'm going to miss out on being in this room, so let's go home. Nate was like, Steph, you're being a stupid idiot. Go to bed. And so I got dressed, so I thought, put on my Tony Bianco's, grab my handbag, and walk down into the foyer completely naked. <gasps> yeah, I don't tell people this because I'm ashamed. <gasps> and the so you were in your heels, heels in my, and there were families in the foyer. And a bag. I, I still Shit. remember it. And a handbag, a handbag, and my Tony. You would have like a stripper. <laughs> no, they thought I'd actually like been attacked or something. And they, <laughs> oh my the God. two men behind the counter, they were so lovely. They got a sheet and wrapped me up and they called my mum and said we have your daughter here she's <gasps> naked she's confused the police came and interviewed Nate because they thought he'd done something horrible was Nate so angry Nate was so mad and this was just before I was moving to Sydney I was like said, what the fuck have I done I at said, least it was you... like a real see and now you guys wonder why I fucking slapped her in the face <laughs> this was a really good like intro to him of the real you and what I he know, was going to and get. I said to him do you still want me to move to Sydney do you still want to be with me because I understand I'm a liability <laughs> at this point and he said look I'm pretty annoyed but you, you are come. you you are you, and I love you. And I said, oh, thank goodness. you. Goosebumps. Yeah. Fuck, that is the best Isn't story. Isn't that fucking be- And I'm just I've thinking. I'm thinking. So yes. the best ones. And I'm thinking of the security camera footage that would have been stashed away. They would have away. been re-watching oh. that. Like, <gasps> how embarrassing. You like, just stumbling just how in the heels in a handbag. You I know, but that's why I think dressed. my um, no, drink was spiked. probably you. I don't know. I don't know. That's insane. got in the lift. Off I go in my Tony Bianco. Like, At least I have style. Yeah. Bye. I'm out of here. Hello, families. It's me. At least you weren't like, what are you staring at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I, I can you never live did. that down oh, like, with shit. Nate and with mum. Like, did she you brings get trauma up all going the time. back there for Ren's birthday? Yeah, I was thinking, I was just like, yeah, this is where it was. <laughs> Trigger. <laughs> my God. Trigger. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us. We hope you have a lovely Valentine's Day, whether it's by yourself, whether it's with a loved one. Um, I know I'll be on the couch on my own thinking of all the other people on the couch on their own, but I'm also happy for the people that won't be. So happy fucking Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. Boom, boom, shh, boom.